The retreat in New York was an excellent reminder that peace is only a few deep breaths away. Since returning from the colorful meadows and wide skies of the Juan Dharma Center, I have been aware how delicate the calm I cultivated there could be. I accept to a certain extent that normal life may never allow for the pervasive, tangible stillness that arises after several days in a tranquil, Eden-like setting, but every step in the right direction makes a difference. Practices that have helped me cherish and nourish my peace since returning include doing yoga at my own pace and from my own internal cues, tending to my garden, which is newly populated with Dharma garlic from our trip, attending as many services as I can fit into my schedule, and tuning in with the Plum Village app, which has an option to play a gong at set intervals. When it goes off, I close my eyes, bring my palms together, and feel into my internal state, and take as many deep conscious breaths as I need to, to remember what's most important. At first, I felt resistance towards the bell on my phone interrupting my important tasks, but the practice of so regularly checking in and calming myself did partially mimic the peace I felt throughout my days on the retreat. Nestled among magnificent forests and meadows overlooking the Catskills, well cared for and well fed in noble silence, we, 22 retreatants, stepped away from most daily distractions, responsibilities, and demands of social interactions. Under these conditions, Reverend Wong Gong and the Dharma Center created a safe, supportive container in which I found that if I tried, I could focus almost entirely on observing the moment-to-moment -moment activities of my mind-body. Just by being there, I felt enormously liberated. I became more cognizant than I usually am of my thoughts and feelings and the responses they engendered. I was grateful to be able to, as Thomas Merton, a writer and former Catholic priest, Catholic monk, might say, attend deeply to my soul. Wangong guided us to read and contemplate a scripture verse about the threefold practice. It was a gift having eight days to connect with my true nature by cultivating equanimity, watching my mind, pondering its true nature, and contemplating how to use it well. However, even with most distractions, including my cell phone, removed, and my motivation to practice primed, I quickly noticed that trying to focus continuously on my mind's workings was not a walk in the park. It took effort. Reflecting on the retreat now, however, what I notice is that whether meditating, practicing Tai Chi, planting and peeling garlic, or anything else, 
While I was there, I was often trying to find balance between making a concerted effort to focus my attention on the moment and just being in the moment. How do I make the effort needed to focus my mind while also learning to just be here now? The retreat gave me the space to work on that. Several times each day between a hilly forest above and an expansive meadow below, we walked a beautiful wooden path that led from the meditation hall to the buildings we slept in. The path was named the Middle Way. (laughs) I find this particularly apropos because I now see that my wrestling with balancing being mindful with letting go was me searching to find a middle way in each situation, seeking right mindfulness, trying to pay attention, but without goals or judgments. For example, in my journal, I wrote this just after eating breakfast. I slow down and pay attention to eating berries and yogurt. As I do, I feel deeply grateful for the nutrients in the soil and rain, for the energy of the sun, and for the labor of those who planted, nurtured, picked, washed, and served the berries. I discern the vibrance of their colors. I notice the sweet and tart tastes of their juices, their moist, fleshy pulp, their chewy, gritty skin between my teeth. I notice changes as I chew. I rely, though, on words to help me pay attention. Periwinkle, ruby, sweet, tangy, juicy, gritty. And I make a judgment, pleasurable. But these labels are inadequate to apprehend the experience. I try to let go of words. I think about the funny, simple advice Chan Master Yun Yun Men um, gave that Reverend Yu shared with us today. When walking, just walk. When sitting, just sit. So how do I just eat? (laughs) I break each moment down into smaller moments, waiting for a pure awareness of now that just is, in which changes occur while my mind stands still. Suddenly, I am simply just eating everything that is the berries, with no labels, no judgments, and no separate self. I wonder, is this clear, still, pure awareness my true nature? And with this question, my separate self returns. (laughs) The Buddha taught that right mindfulness is mindfulness developed in the service of ending suffering. Have my eight days mindfully walking in nature, reading scriptures, eating delicious food, meditating and journaling helped end suffering? Part of our threefold study sheds, uh, threefold study reading sheds some light on this. Sodasan asks, why is it that we human beings do not practice the good even while knowing the good, nor put an end to evil even while knowing the evil? 
He then tells us, one, because we cannot control our desires, which flare up like fire, and two, we are enticed by habits which are solid as iron and stone. But if, as Zen Buddhist priest Norman Fisher explains, we practice right mindfulness for its own sake, but with the faith that through the practice we'll come to see how our mind and heart create suffering and happiness, we'll then naturally choose happiness. The retreat gave me a remarkable chance to observe how my heart and mind create suffering and happiness. This experience cultivated awareness of the profound love, grace, and interconnectedness of the universe, which gives me faith that if I continue to practice, this awareness will help keep my conditioned habits and desires from fooling me quite as much so that I can make more choices that lead to grace rather than harm.